Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So Vic, do you think you might have ADHD? Well, listeners keep emailing me telling me that they think I do, so probably. Mind you, listeners also email us saying we talk too much about your mum's feet. So what do they know? Yeah, fair enough. I honestly had no idea about the connection between overdrinking and ADHD until we started this podcast. About 40% of people that have had any sort of drinking issues also apparently have ADHD. Whenever we chat to ex-drinkers, this comes up more than you'd believe. If you have ADHD or suspect you might or just want to learn about this link, then we would encourage you to check out the I Have ADHD podcast. It's the place where adults with ADHD find research-based information, validation and tons of support. This is the best way to feel less alone and hear some of the answers to the questions you've been sitting with for too long. You'll hear detailed descriptions of what it means to have ADHD and enjoy interviews with the foremost experts in the industry so that you don't have to read those ADHD books that are collecting dust on your shelf. Yeah. Listen to the I Have ADHD podcast and learn how ADHD affects every aspect of your life. From the boardroom to the bedroom. In the podcast, you'll also hear about their ADHD coaching programme, which is called Focused. Focused is made up of three pillars, courses, coaching and community. It is designed to help you build your own self-improvement programme and is perfect for the ADHD brain. And you can get $50 off the course just by using the code SOBER, S-O-B-E-R. So if you're tired of feeling stuck and don't know where to start, listen to the I Have ADHD podcast. So for me, it was a really weird one because I, it was September and I had no intention of trying, having another attempt at giving up drinking. Um, I was thinking maybe I'll do it in the new year. That was where I was. I was drinking very, very heavily. I had a chance meeting with Vic where we met for a coffee at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Shall I tell them quickly how that chance meeting came about? I contacted Lucy to write a story for her website about single mums giving up alcohol and Lucy emailed me back to say I would love to print your article um, and actually I have my own personal relationship with alcohol um, that's why I feel very passionate about this and as soon as I read that email I didn't know she was English I didn't know we were pretty much the same person in a different body <laughs> at the time uh, and I phoned her up and said do you want to meet up for some porridge yes <laughs> and we met pretty much the next day I think a couple well, think, of days I later it was a couple of days yeah. later and um yeah I, I just couldn't believe that somebody who who was struggling with drinking who had struggled in the past with drinking had contacted me and it was like oh you know I was desperate for support I've talked before about being in this dark room with lots of doors and I couldn't open any of them I felt like one of those doors had just unlocked at mm-hmm. that time of hearing from you um, and I went to the 10 o'clock coffee meetup uh, with no expectations just really to have a chat with you um, and I I um we had a great chat. We were there for about an hour and a half, two hours. And I I'm gonna use the word because it's really important. I really resonated with Vic and her story. Pass the bucket. <laughs> 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 no, I was like, this is somebody who 
is still full of life and laughter and love. And she's got so much to tell and so many stories. I mean, we were laughing our heads off at some of the crazy things we'd done in our past drinking and drug taking years. And when we were in England, we were having a right laugh at the breakfast about it. But the difference was Vic had managed to say, yeah, that was fun. It was great. I can still laugh about it. But I moved on from that now. Yeah. And I remember Vic saying to me, she had a cup of tea, a pot of tea and a porridge. And she went, this is me now. And sort of gestured to the porridge and the tea. And I thought, I, I, that could be me. I could do that. And then I, it, we said goodbye. And it was like I was an autopilot. I didn't even really consciously make this decision. But I walked over to the Bottolo, which is the off license. And I brought a couple of bottles of wine. This was at about half what past... a brilliant influence. I know. <laughs> yeah, it was like, God, all I need, I need to, uh, yeah, I need to get over down. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I went home and I started drinking at about midday. And then I stayed in. My kids weren't around. I think they must have been at their dad's. And I had a three-day bender. Um, where I stayed in and only went out to walk to the Bottolo to get more wine. Um, and that was the style of my drinking at that time. I'd moved from social drinking to drinking behind closed doors where I could drink more and I didn't disgrace myself too much because I did still manage to make drunken phone calls and Skype conversations did happen. Um, by the third... By the third, the second evening, I ended up going for a massive walk to the only bottle that was open in my area, which was about an hour and a half's walk away. Walked all the Crazy. way over there, bought a couple more bottles of wine, came back and actually passed out face down on the living room floor with my winter coat on. Woke up in the morning with my hands still clutching the bag with the wine in mm. and then just opened a bottle and carried on drinking. Gosh, what time did you wake up and carry on oh, drinking? That- about nine o'clock in the morning. Oh, Lucy. But I knew awful. it was my last hurrah. Mm. But I hadn't even really planned it to myself. There was no real plan there. I, it was just like I was on autopilot. <sighs> it's funny that term, the last hurrah, isn't it? It sounds like it's good. Oh, mm. yeah, the last hurrah. A wonder, wonderful day we had. It was the last hurrah. Well, it was actually the last hurrah. It was horrific. It's the lowest of the mm. low. Your moment, your rock bottom is a three-day bender. You're waking up on the living room floor with a bag of wine and you continue drinking. So that last hurrah is a... It's not a, a great thing. It's not a good thing. But then what happened was I went to bed that night, woke up the following morning, which was the Friday, and I stopped and I haven't drunk again. Amazing. So it was That's really the weird. Because the interesting thing about that story is that a week earlier, I had no intention of giving up drinking. I didn't even know a week earlier that I was going to get sober a week later. It's amazing Came out because of nowhere. what we talked about with Sober Dave is that thing what you were talking about earlier, Lucy, is like you are unconscious for many, many years and that is physically and mentally. And then suddenly something clicks mm. and you become conscious and you become conscious of what alcohol is doing to you and doing to your life. And that's when you really feel really strong is that is that moment between unconsciousness and consciousness yeah. because you just go, I, I know what this is doing now. I understand it. I understand that alcohol isn't working for me anymore and I need to stop. And I know some people have all these ups and downs and some people, you know, stop and start and stop and stop. But for some people, you suddenly do reach that consciousness and you know it's game over. Yes, and that was where I was and it came out of nowhere. And I believe that for many people who have struggled with their drinking habits over a long period of time and you've reached all these rock bottoms where you've done horrific things that should have made you stop drinking, suddenly it just comes upon you like it did to me out of nowhere and you just get sober because it's your time yeah 
Yeah, and it, is, it can be about timing. Timing and therapy. Sometimes. Timing and yeah. therapy. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. do need support. It's not yes. just like, bang, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, don't I don't need that. to drink yeah. again. Yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. be waiting around. That might never happen. But yeah, so that's an interesting story because I had no intention of giving yeah. up. And not only did I give up, but it was my, my successful time, my only successful time yeah. in 20 years of trying. Yeah, it's, a different, it's different my story because I didn't have like that moment. It took a while for me to get to that moment. As I said, it took therapy. So like... But I, I knew I had got to the point with my drinking after waking up with a terrible hangover with a six-week-old baby crying in the background and a four-year-old like running around on the landing and me not being capable of, of caring for them. And I knew that something had to change. My children were my opening door, like you say. Um, so I did, after my first child, I did try four years of combining motherhood and booze because um, I was, there's that transition that takes place between party girl and mum. Um, and that's, you know, no one prepares you for that. You're one minute you're out at, you know, a club in Ibiza and the next minute you're at home on your own, very, very isolated. We've talked about that mm. a lot before. And that's how I felt. I didn't know else how to escape this, this new role that I'd taken on, which I actually found quite boring. Mm. You know, I love my children, but I did find motherhood very boring and very, very lonely in the beginning and my only way of course was to drink um so yeah it did reach a point with me where I went because of anxiety and because of the shame and guilt of of being a drunken parent I you know had to reach out for support and and you know those two worlds collided eventually after four years and the birth of my second child um so yeah I actually reached out and got therapy that's where my hundred days started yes. when I went into that therapy I was planning on continuing to drink. I thought, right, I'm going to go in there and she's going to tell me that I'm not so bad and that actually I'm going to learn how to be a better drinker and moderate. That's what I was hoping. And I did have a moment in there where I realised that sobriety, you know, after you know, digging into my past and all the things that have happened in my life, I realised that actual full sobriety was an option for me. And that was my timing. You know, it took eight weeks or 10 weeks or towards the end of the 12 weeks of sessions. But there was a point in there where I went, right, actually, I don't want to drink anymore. I became conscious and I realised that actually I don't want this to be part of my life anymore. I am fed up of it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, as you probably know, my comedy memoir, A Thousand Wasted Sundays, is officially out. All my magnificent fuck-uppery in one awkward hit. If you'd like to get your hands on a copy, it's now available from all good bookstores. We always say all good bookstores, don't we? Yeah. Are, there, are there bad bookstores? There's probably ones with moody, moody sellers. Oh, yeah, really yeah. depressed librarian folks. Yes, yes, okay, yes, good, yes. Good. yes. So there are probably some, but we're only storing it in the good ones. It's only made it into the goodies. <laughs> you can also get it from all good online retailers. The print version and ebook are out now, and the audio book will be available in March. I've been writing my memoir for five years. It will make you laugh, cry and cringe and hopefully inspire a few people to reconsider their relationship with booze. If you love the podcast, then I think you'll love the book. Even if I do say so myself. Hamish has read it. What did you think? I feel like I know a little bit too much about you now, to be honest, Vic. Look, I really loved it. It was hilarious and surprisingly moving, but I feel like I've seen you naked in a literary sense. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, that's worrying. Yeah. Yeah. From an emotional point of view, seriously, it wobbled my teeny-weeny wooden heart, Vic. Okay. (laughs) My teeny little wooden heart. His his wooden heart is broken. Anyway, so if you do manage to get your filthy mitts on a copy, please do me a favour and head to goodreads.com and give me a review. Doing that will help me get it out there to those that need a bit of sober support. So there you have it. My story, unwanted warts and all. Come and get awkward with me. Not to be too demanding or anything, but seriously, go and buy it Yeah, now. go and buy it. Go yeah. and buy it right now. Yeah, don't just tell your friends. Buy it and then buy your friends one or two. Yeah, yeah, don't give them a copy. Yeah. Buy it, yeah. And you know what? Don't be careful where you store it. If you lose it, you can always buy another yeah, five. Yeah, buy another one. Yeah. <laughs> 